Hey everybody, welcome back to the View from the Top podcast. This is Inigo Hill. Uh, been out for a while, just wanted to come back and fit like, I don't know, let's cover the Ukraine story as it continues. Um, General Milli Vanilli here. Uh, I don't know if it was him, but we're going to blame him. No, it was him. He has come out and said, as of last night, that they, he expects the Ukraine war to be very protracted and will last years. Something that I predicted, along with all the other people who know what the hell is going on weeks ago. Um, the U.S. and their allies, the plan here is to bleed Russia, um, to not accept any peace deals, and to sacrifice Ukraine for the betterment of their NATO empire, I guess. Um, he went on, NATO, the United States, Ukraine, and all of the allies and partners supporting Ukraine will be involved in this for quite some time. It might not be a decade, he said, but the conflict will be measured in years. And this is an article in The Week magazine. Uh, right now, there's 100,000 troops in Europe. And we also have more news coming out that they, Pentagon is announcing Another $100 million in Javelin missiles being sent to Ukraine. Uh, this is, again, as of yesterday. So the escalation into the proxy war continues. We have other Pentagon... We have him also. It's the same guy. I'm sorry. Um, during his um, speech in front of the House Armed Services Committee, said that the United States should establish permanent military bases in Eastern Europe. All right, so we are going to move out of the Middle East, and we're going to instead put Iraq green zone-sized military, permanent military bases in Eastern Europe like we have in Germany. And this will just be met with nothing but welcoming from the Russians. Um, he says, Romania, Poland, and our Baltic countries remain very willing to host U.S. bases, and they'll build them, they'll pay for They'll pay for them. Okay, that's just nonsense. Um, my advice would be to create permanent bases, but don't permanently station troops. So just waste money um, because we need to, you know, expand that military footprint. We have this new Biden budget deal coming, which is going to, you know, dump more money into Boeing and Lockheed. Um, we have the United States, the uh, UK, and uh, Australia. Um, building a new military alliance here uh, to work on hypersonic missiles, I guess, to counteract the Russian hypersonic missiles. Um, you know, and I'm going to link to an article here by um, um, he's a article, he's a writer I, from TomDispatch.com, which is another. I guess I should link to that too. I I just want to spread the love around. Um, Tom Dispatch is another great, 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 great great outlet for anti-war anti-imperialism um just a writer uh writing in articles good writing not just you know dumping uh facts on you but just good well-written stuff and this article is written by william astor what would it take for military spending in america to go down a thought experiment on the military industrial complex and it's really just about how will the budget ever shrink 
You know, what does it take? And I think I, I speak to this in my other video I just posted, or I will be posting, um, on the white pill for the anti-war community. Um, the right-wing voters in this country are fucking done. Um, and I, with the wars. Um, until, hopefully not. But if they can't be tricked into, if they can stop from being tricked into a, uh, a you know, a Chinese uh, nationalistic fervor, um, anti-Chinese fervor. Like, um, and that's why I hate some of these uh, right wingers online, the ones who just yell about communists all day in China. China's taking over the country. The communists are taking over the country. Well, then they can immediately flip that and say, "Well, we have to go to China and stop them." And these guys would jerk off to that from their uh, behind their computer desk. So, getting back to Ukraine. So we have that happening. We have the Czech Republic saying that. Um, I think it was Czech Republic. Sorry, I have so many tabs open. It's kind of wild. Yes, the Czech Republic will be sending tanks to Ukraine. Uh, reports are also confirming that the United States is quietly assisting in this process. So Soviet, Soviet, Soviet-designed T-72M tanks uh, from the Czech Republic will be sent to Ukraine to bolster their defenses. Again, the Russians have already beaten Ukraine. Douglas, General Douglas McGregor, Colonel Douglas McGregor, is correct. The eastern part of Ukraine is under Russian control. That's what the Russians want. That's what they're going to use in their negotiations for the peace deals. They're going to continue not to surround Maripol. They're going to continue to um, control the Black Sea as much as the United States and their allies want uh, them to back off. It's just not happening. So moving tanks into the western part of, of Kiev is really just the move. I mean, uh, Ukraine is really just the move here. Um, to, you know, bolster, I don't know, some kind of bullshit and, you know, create a proxy war, pr create a, a, a line in the sand where we can have a, you know, a, a lukewarm war. Um, maybe not a hot war, but not quite a cold war in um, Ukraine for years to come, much like has been going on for the last eight years, you know. In the Donbass region of eastern Ukraine, you know, that, that war after 2014 was a very, very hot war to the part where we had, um, you know, we had uh, that uh, passenger jetliner shot down by the Ukrainians, um, you know, and the argument, of course, remains who did it. Uh, was it the Ukrainians or was it the Russian-backed rebels? Um, but that's that war was hot, and then it was hot, and then it was kind of lukewarm. And then recently, in the last two years or a year and a half, it's kind of got hot again, which led the Russians to partly led the Russians to seize on that opportunity and say, hey, stop fucking bombing the Donbass. We're coming in. Um, and that's what happened. So my point being, this is just more escalation from the Americans. And now we have them even saying um, some in NATO. And this is the Washington Post saying this. I said it was the New York Times. I was mistaken. It was the Washington Post that is saying for some in NATO. They re, re, they would rather and prefer Ukrainians to continue fighting and dying instead of a, quote, a peace that comes too early. So anything that would be seen as a victory to the Russians, members of the NATO higher-ups and, and D.C. establishment, I'm sorry, um, 
are are saying no. We'd much rather have the Ukrainians continue to fight and die instead of a peace agreement, um, which can at least the Russians can, uh, you know, write up a narrative saying that they have some kind of victory, which is what all the anti-war people have predicted from the beginning. This is not about saving the Ukrainians. It's about using the Ukrainians and using the empathy of the American people to uh, sell them um, on a war that eventually the United States people will ignore, but will continue to go on because they've given it their silent blessing. And that's what this has been about, and that's what it continues to be about. And, you know, you can tell also about this by uh, Zelensky and how wild um, his his comments have been. So now, you know, he was spoken in front of the UN again, and he now he's saying that the United that Russia should be kicked out of the Security Council of the United Nations because of um, you know, I guess a war crime that he's claiming they've committed that we have no evidence of at this point, much like in Syria. It's just playbook shit. Um, but what he has done since the war started is prohibited military age males from leaving the country. He's banned 11 opposing political parties. He's nationalized the media. He has now said, um, you know, in the face of what the United States is trying to sell to the, um, the U S uh, people that, it, you know, Ukraine is going to be a liberal remo- liberal democracy worth defending. He's now saying that um, post-war Ukraine will be more like Israel. It will be um, very milita- uh, militarized. We will not be dis- surprised if, he says, we will not be surprised if we have representatives of the armed forces or the National Guard in cinemas, supermarkets, and people with weapons. I am confident that the question of security will be an issue number one for the next 10 years. I am sure of that. Um, yeah, Ukraine will definitely not be what we wanted it to be from the beginning. It will be impossible. Absolute, absolutely liberal European. It will not be like that. It will definitely come from the strength of every house, every building, every person will become a big Israel with its own face. So an apartheid state, I don't know. So this is what is falling apart for the West is people can see this. Um, what's happening, and they don't want to see it. They don't want it to happen again. The, uh, our na- our European allies are not going to allow a full-blown um, proxy war on their border. It's just not going to allow it. But we're going to keep pushing it. So that's where we are right now. Um, it's just pure insanity out of Washington, D.C. Um, again, we're just continue to head down this path. But just continue to get the news out. Share the links that I provide. Share my video if you like, um, and we'll go from here, guys. We just have to keep hammering away. Um, There's nothing else to do. All right, guys. um, You can find this video and all my videos over on Odyssey, on 3Speak on the High Blockchain, and on YouTube. Odyssey is the way to go, man. It's just, it's the future, in my opinion. Um, All my stuff can be found on the WordPress with all my links. And um, I'm on Twitter, Pantry Bear, which... You can laugh at the name, but that's what I picked, and there's reasons for it. All right, guys, I will talk to you later. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'll see you out there.